Hello and welcome to the latest episode from the Girls Active Coaches series of the Youth Sport Trust podcast. I am Jasmine, a young ambassador, your special guest introducer. Within this podcast series, we take a deeper look into care, which stands for creativity, aspiration, resilience and empathy. In each episode, we explore one of the areas in depth with our host Jenny Warwick and our special guests. Listening to the podcast is a great way to get some fresh air and step away from your screen. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Over to you, Jenny. Welcome, everyone. I'm super excited to be joined by our guest, Sadia Abu Baker. Sadia is a true activist, leader and influencer. At only 19 years old, she's a Platinum Young Ambassador and a member of the National Young Ambassador Steering Group in Wales. She uses her voice to remove barriers for underrepresented and diverse groups in schools, communities and across Wales, so they can have the opportunity to play sport and experience the life-changing benefits it can bring. She also has her very own podcast, Sadia Speaks, which is all about inspiring and empowering other girls to be the best version of themselves so they can reach their full potential. And as if this wasn't enough, Sadia has also won the Young Activist of the Year Award. Wow, absolutely amazing. Um, so welcome, Sadia. I'm very excited to discuss our topic, which is surrounding empathy today. How how are you? <laughs> it's, I'm good. Thank you so much. That was such a, that introduction was amazing. Thank you very much. And um, I'm excited to be here today and to be your guest. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Oh, brilliant. No, it's lovely to have you here. We feel very, very lucky. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this and how you've used, I guess, how you've used empathy in your journey so far. Yeah. Um, well, I think my young ambassador journey, is, it all started um, in school when um, the the program was introduced um it was introduced by the 560 officers um they 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 called them 560 officers at the time but i think now they're just this the sports officers that go into school and um do sports activities and um at the time i just thought it was such a cool opportunity you know to become a sports ambassador and just to to um to encourage my peers to take part in, in, in sports. And I think that's where my leadership journey really um, began. But in terms of like, in terms of empathy, I've always been, it's in my nature, I've always been pretty sensitive to my feelings, but other people's feelings as well. Um, and I think certain experiences as well have kind of made me more of an empathetic person as, as well. And I could go into those experiences um later on in 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 our conversation but um but yeah that's kind of just in a nutshell you know I just gave you the the intro of where um where my journey started and it's a really long one you know so I think (laughs) it's a really long one so um so yeah I mean that's great I think you know empathy in general is such an amazing quality to have um I I don't think you can ever underestimate how important it is um so tell us tell us a little bit about yourself Sadia yeah um so well (laughs) when you say that (laughs) where do I start this is a difficult thing isn't it (laughs) knowing where to start (laughs) yeah so um well, my name is Sadia, like you've, you know, you probably already know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 19. I just turned 19. 
And um, I, I just finished my first year of university as well. Um, I live in, I'm based in Swansea and I've lived in Swansea literally all my, all my life. And, um, you know, growing up, uh, and this actually links to empathy. So when I kind of talked about uh, certain experiences, because when I first moved to uh, to Swansea, it wasn't as diverse as it is now. Um, and so I actually experienced a lot of uh, discrimination, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of racism in school. So from a very young age, um, from the age of six, actually. And so that that was very difficult, you know, to have to get those ex- to have those experiences. Um, but it, those experiences, they made me develop like resilience. And like I mentioned earlier as well, I've always been pretty sensitive, not just to my um, my feelings, but other people's feelings as well. Yeah. And I always touch on I always touch on my experiences of, of racial inequality because those um those are the experiences that really made me made me and turned me into the person that I am today you know um and so I had to learn very 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 from a young age I had to learn that like you know some people aren't going to accept you for who you are and uh it's, it's important as well that you you are comfortable in your own skin and you love yourself for who you are like that's the that's the biggest thing and as long as you accept yourself and you love yourself for who you are you're going to be okay because you actually know you know who you are your qualities your characteristics like your personality um and so that's 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 been a big part of that that's been a big part of my journey because even going back the the young ambassador program it means uh, a lot to me because through my experiences I was actually able to uh, kind of um, have some sort of like self-discovery you know um, because I realized it was only after I like only shortly after I started the program I realized that I was always doubting myself I, I never really believed in myself I would do a lot of things but I would do them because I was um I was very curious. I didn't do. I didn't do. I didn't do those things. I didn't take part in the opportunities because I believed in myself. I was just really curious to find out, you know, like where that experience, where that opportunity would take me to, and what it was actually like. But I would doubt myself the entire time. So even though I did a lot of things, you know, uh, volunteering and even even prior to that like challenges in, in, in school like um, we had um, like entrepreneurship challenges and so many things I put myself up to do so many things so many things like um, being part of the school council was that you know that low self-esteem and I think my experiences of 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 racism and discrimination it kind of uh, that that's how it impacted me it impacted it, it, it impacted me in a way where the way that I saw myself I didn't really see myself as a young person I didn't really see myself in a in a positive way which isn't nice but you know it, it can be so it can be like a you know an, an impact from that so going back again the um the young ambassador program it really it was like a for me anyway it was it was it was a change in life experience because I would always reflect a lot on my experiences and I just did a lot of things that that, that made me realize like wow like I can actually do this I never thought that I could do x y and z and then it got me asking myself questions like why is it that I doubt myself a lot if, if I'm going to do it anyways why can't I do it 
with the belief that I can actually do it you know um and also realizing as well like fear I had a certain experience at the uh, leadership academy where I was very scared to we did like a raft building exercise and afterwards we were all jumping into the water and like swimming and I was really afraid because the water was cold and I was like I don't know my 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 hair might get wet I don't know I might drown important things (laughs) (laughs) so so like rushing through my mind and I was just so scared and um honestly that was the first leadership uh leadership academy training as well the first weekend so even uh like you know all all my peers it was the first time that we had met each other and just seeing how they were just like they were encouraging me to like jump in the water with them and they've been so supportive they they didn't give they didn't give up basically they wanted me to get to get in they weren't gonna leave you <laughs> and I ended up like slipping into the water anyways and we were all laughing and having fun and and like that story I still remember that story because I was like oh my gosh like um I was gonna hold myself back because of fear you know um and I wasn't if if I let that happen I wasn't going to experience you know such a great time with with these new people with with my peers um and it actually made it actually drew me like closer to them as well um and so again that was another reflection and made me realize like wow like if we let the things uh if we let fear hold us back from um from from things that we we want to do like we're just never going to experience um we're never going to have certain experiences and that's a big risk because those experiences might be life-changing um I mean Sadia even you just talking about that I've got goosebumps because <laughs> <laughs> a big part of what why I love what I do I think you know we talk about um taking opportunities and how important it is to not let fear get in the way and I think your story there you're talking about the challenges that you've been through and the way that you felt about yourself and your confidence and your self-belief but regardless of how you felt you've taken those opportunities anyway and they've been amazing Mm -hmm. and I think in sharing that you will you will inspire so many other people to take that chance um because you know we don't want people to miss out on these fantastic life-changing opportunities however big or small and and just like you saying they're having fun and making friends you know just having a laugh and, and experiencing something new and regardless of the fact that you're stepping out of that comfort zone and you're putting yourself out there you know that is when at one of my all-time favorite quotes is outside of the comfort zone is where the magic happens and I think it's so so true 100% and like just to go back to empathy like even in even in my even in my story like you know my peers they were empathetic you know towards me you know and even throughout my my journey I was very fortunate enough to have people even though I didn't believe in myself I had people that believed in me you know sometimes we we only focus on you know the bad things you know we focus on you know who did us wrong in, in my case you know those that, that treated me in a very bad way teachers parents but you know I have to also remember those that did me right as well and believed in me and, and encouraged me so they were empathetic towards me and I think because of them I am where I am today because they believed in me until I believed in myself and I think that you know 
it always gets me very emotional when I think about it because I'm like okay there's young people out there that don't have people that believe in them or they don't believe in themselves as well so they stop themselves from doing amazing things and that's kind of why I do what I do and that's why you know you 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 asked me like who are you that's why it's like a big uh it's a big part of a part of me you know be being being empathetic and just a part of that is just being understanding you know and trying to you know I do I do psychology I think that's a reason why I love psychology sociology so much <laughs> because it allows you to um to have that understanding it's not about just understanding yourself but also understanding other people other people as well and and that really goes it really goes a long way it helps not just yourself but it helps other people as well definitely definitely and then like you said as well having that having that support network around you the people that you can trust the people that will and we I talk about this a lot having you know, worked with a lot of people, uh, young people, actually surrounding yourself with positivity and the, you know, whether it be friends, whether it be family, those people that want the absolute best for you and have got your back no matter what. And I think you have just explained that you've got such an amazing team of, of people around you that have helped you and supported you to, to go after your dreams, to do exactly what you want to do in your life, which is amazing. Yeah, it's like, it's it's crazy because it's, I always think about it like that. It's like people that that saw what I had in me before I saw it myself and um, kind of stayed, stayed throughout me the entire way until I was able to just realise that for, for myself. And uh, another thing as well is like just taking part in opportunities. Another reason why I do what I do is because I want young people to realise that the more opportunities that they take part in, the more experiences that they'll they'll get, the more they'll, you know, kind of, again, have that discovery about themselves, what they like, what they don't like, what type of pe- what type of people they are. So I'm able to kind of tell you what type of personality that I have. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit extrovert. I'm like a bit extroverted, but I'm a bit introverted as well, you know? And yeah. this pandemic has really showed me that as well. <laughs> like I like my own space. Yeah. I love speaking to people. I love meeting new people. And I, and I don't mind like being in social settings. Like they can be very anxious for me but like I, I can still do okay in them you know yeah. um so experiences are really really important and as young people we're like we focus so much on education like education 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 but we're not told that you know going out there and just exploring different things that as well can be very like like life-changing and it can have a very positive impact on you know on your education so when I was when I was um when I became a platinum young ambassador I was in my second year of college and at that time I was actually doing uh I was fast tracking one subject so I was doing two subjects for my final year and the third subject I was doing uh both years in one in like in one go so uh I had to be like very like I had to be like very organized in a sense because I was still doing you know uh I was still putting on the sports sessions um, and I had a, a lot of um, meeting uh, meetings away as well uh, in terms of weekends and other really, really cool things. Um, but that made me such a good student in a sense, because again, I started to get more confident in myself, be more confident in like my abilities. And so that kind of, it, it, it kind of um, 
shifted into my studies as well and it allowed me to be like a, a good student so sometimes you know people might say like doing a lot of experiences whilst you're whilst you're studying it might not be as good but sometimes it could actually be really really good um in, in that sense as well it could actually have a very positive impact on your on your studies too yeah definitely and and how how did you obviously we've heard heard about your journey through um you know being an ambassador and and how that's worked out for you and how that is you know giving you so much confidence to do what you do and how did you get into your how did you get into coaching how did that journey start okay so coaching I got into when I started uh, when I started college um so I was a gold ambassador at the time and um, prior to that, I was just doing a lot of volunteering, a lot of volunteering within within my community um, for like sporting events and stuff like that. But I went away like once once I had been given the opportunity to become a, a golden pastor, I realized that it was actually a really, really big deal. There was only four of us in Swansea at the time. And so for me, I just wanted to take the next step like to really make an impact in my community and so I was lucky enough I went away for like five weeks I went back home I'm originally from Sudan so I went back home and I was thinking like what I wanted to do next in terms of like my young uh the the journey that I was on as a young ambassador and at the time as well I was still uh I was still uh, doing athletics I'm not doing it now but I was I was doing athletics at the time and I realized that one thing that really frustrated me was that I would go to competitions or events I'd go to training uh, and I'd I'd be the only Muslim girl that's, that's there and and I knew because I had a lot of Muslim friends I knew that it wasn't because uh, like they didn't want to take part in sports I just knew that there were certain like uh, there were certain barriers but I didn't know what the barriers were because another thing is um I'm actually uh I actually have a twin brother and so growing up we played the same sports we did everything together a lot of times people make the assumption that uh, because you're from a different culture or even religion like religion religion stops you from taking part in sports but it's actually not because you know in if we're going to go uh, in into religion wise like we're actually encouraged to take part of our health and so doing sports is one of those things right. that you know we have to do or you know exercise and we have to do to take part of our health um, and culture wise as well like I said, I, I grew up and nobody, nobody in my family ever taught me that I can't take, I can't do sports. You know, I played football with my brother, with, with my brother and I, I was encouraged the same way my brother was encouraged by my, my parents to do football and sports. I was encouraged in the same way. So that wasn't a barrier for me either. And so I was like, okay, there's something there, there, there is a, there is some sort of barrier, but I don't know what it is. And I can't assume either. So I have to find, I have to find out. And one thing that really opened up my eyes to this was when I would post uh, some videos or whatever it was from training, I would get a couple, a couple of girls asking me about, you know, about Harriers, about athletics, how to get involved. And so I was like, that's, it made me realise, okay, there's something wrong here because they do want to take part. Uh, they just don't, maybe they don't know how to, and maybe they haven't seen somebody that representation they haven't seen somebody that looks like them or is from a similar background to them or there's something that they could relate to with that person um they haven't they haven't seen you know they haven't seen somebody do it um and so that's when I was like okay like 
I have to I have to try pave the way for some of the girls in my in my in my community because if I pave that way maybe they'll actually be able to take part in these sports so that so that's where um you know I know you asked me where did it start but I always think about the why the why is really important so that was the why and then I thought to myself okay like how am I going to do this because I I was about to start college another environment that I don't know of so I had to figure out like um you know who was the person that I could connect with in in, in college um, and kind of make something happen. And so I found I found out who that person was. It was the sports coordinator at the college. Uh, his name was Mark. He like supported me a lot, Mark O'Kelly. And um, I spoke to him, but even before speaking to him, I spoke to the girls because I was explaining to you, like making the assumption isn't smart. Um especially if you want to make sports like inclusive to a certain group of need to find out from them and so I asked the girls I just went about asking them you know some of them were my friends that they're my peers at the end of the day so I was just asking them like you know what is it that you know that makes sports a bit like difficult for you to take part in um if I was to put on my my own sports sessions or something like what other things like what's a criteria that I need to have like ticked for you to come along um (laughs) They were, giving me, they were giving me the answers like I still to this day I don't think it was anything smart because they gave me the answers they told me what I had to do you know yeah. so when I spoke to Mark then uh, I brought those in the in the conversation with him I brought those things along uh, that what I found from the girls what they told me and he was like well this is what we can do and um and then from there, so the, the college were going to support me with everything in terms of the facility, transport, because it was going to be at a different campus. So the, the sports hall was at a different, uh, it was at a different campus to the campus that we were at. And I will say the rest was history. <laughs> we started doing, uh, doing sessions. Again, I would ask the girls, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to do badminton? Do you want to do football, basketball? Where, wherever it was they wanted to do, I would just make sure that I would go along and we would do it and we'd play together and so a lot of people say they all say to me like how did you get involved in coaching but I, I don't I still to this day I don't really see myself as a coach I see myself more as a facilitator because I didn't really like um I didn't do much in that sense in terms of coaching it was just facilitating just being there playing with them um and just supporting them encouraging them to come along like that was it and the girls got so confident to the point where in the second year we were able to move to our campus we had a different we just used the dance um but they were confident enough to bring like some of the uh some of the boys that they knew and and there we would we were just playing the games that I learned from the leadership academy so a lot of like games so then it was more like team building and like leadership games it was it was a bit of sports but it wasn't like too much just hopping and jumping here and there But that's amazing because you've created that safe environment for them, haven't you? And I think whether that is a girls-only group or a a group that is mixed, you know, you have given them the opportunity to feel comfortable in themselves and to give something a go, no matter what sport, no matter what type of physical activity may be. It's just about having fun and enjoying it and remembering why it's so important yeah so it was it was it was honestly it was a lot of fun um and with with the covid pandemic and then also college is only two years so like i've left now um it really it really kind of um how it changed the dynamic in terms of 
in terms of what I was doing and, and now I have the challenge because university I, I haven't gone uh, in there as much I haven't attended university like um, and the facilities but now I have the same challenge of setting setting that up again because I know that I, I, I live in Swansea and I study here so I know some of the girls here um, and there's there's obviously a lot of university students as well that are like Muslim from similar background to to me as well that would probably love to have a space like this so it's about kind of um using that same strategy and, and setting that up again I still haven't I haven't gone about it yet but I'm but I do plan to do so especially my second and third year amazing I mean 19 years old Sadia you have got you know the the world is your oyster isn't it I mean you've already <laughs> loved so much um, <laughs> at such a young age and you're clearly inspiring so many and you know empowering people I think that's that's what's amazing. You are empowering people to, you know, feel such benefits from really positive things um, and, and making them feel comfortable and making sure, obviously, within that, that they're not compromising any of their cultural beliefs in any way, which obviously is so, so important. Yeah, 100%. Like, like values, values are really, really important. You know, it's like understanding like what your values are and thank god that with this pandemic it's allowed me to reflect on a lot of that because sometimes being a leader it's not about it's not really about you it's about paving a way for other people and so having that foundation which is built on values is really really it's really really important you know like in for example like I know like mine are you know integrity being um being being trustworthy for example um, empathy is actually one of them as well because it's just like having that like understanding you know um, and being empathetic towards like towards everybody being willing to learn that's another thing because you you know 19 it is a it is it is a young age but anybody can make an impact it doesn't matter what what age what age they are honestly you can learn from anybody it doesn't matter how old they are and it's just it's just experiences and that's why I touch on my experiences a lot in terms of um racism and a lot of things mental health a lot of things because then it gives it allows people to have a bit of understanding of like okay who is this girl and why does she do it? <laughs> like yeah. they're able to understand okay like it makes sense now because yeah, it's great to get that background information though and it makes you feel so relatable as well I think I know you've mentioned in the past that you, you know your self-belief and that positive mindset hasn't always been there mm-hmm. and you yourself has suffered with anxiety um, and, and panic attacks and, and depression. I mean, how do you feel like sports and coaching has become a bit of a form of therapy for you in some ways? Um, yeah, definitely. I think I, I touched on it as well in the, the video for the Youth Sport Trust for the, um, for the award, uh, the Activist of the Year Award and um I think sports, even before I did coaching, uh, sports, it was like, it was an outlet for me um, because it just allowed me for a moment to just take, to just kind of go into a world where I wasn't thinking too much about what was going on. So whether it was exams, um, what really set off my anxiety was exams because I would overwhelm myself a lot, just 
I don't even know. It's difficult to even. Uh, it's difficult to to explain to explain it. But I would overwhelm myself a lot to the point where like I can't concentrate anymore. So even in terms of like studies, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. I wouldn't really be able to look after myself in terms of sleep, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, diet as well, like eating properly as well. So sports it. Because I remember I did, um, I started athletics at GCC, so whilst I was doing my GCC, and because I was doing long jump, now I always say like long jump, you have to be focused because you're you're about to take off and you don't want to land outside <laughs> the pit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it really allowed me to just like to just focus on something different, you know. Yeah. Um, but at the same time. You feel so positive about yourself you feel so good about yourself you meet friends you know and even competing is the exact same thing you need to have like a uh, a certain mindset you need to like be positive and again you're not thinking about like your exams or anything you're just thinking about like where you're about to go um so in that sense it really really helped and then when I was doing the coaching as well because now you're uplifting others you know you're as well as encouraging yourself you're encouraging others as well and just looking at how happy the girls were um how they were having a very good time how they as well for like an hour or whatever we're not thinking no nobody's thinking about exams we're not bringing up exams (laughs) that yeah you know like that as well it really really helped and like sometimes we would do those sessions and then we'd after it we'd literally just go off you know we'd get food and then go off to the library so it really allowed us to have that balance and it taught me the importance of balance like exams aren't everything um education isn't everything like you come first so like sports really it, it taught me that, like I said, it taught me balance and it taught me that like I come first and so I have to look after myself because if I don't look after myself, then I can't, I won't even be able to perform well in my exams. And so I've lost in, you know, I've lost in all, um, in all aspects. But if I look after myself, then I can do well, I can perform well. So, um, so yeah, that, that I think that's the best way for me to explain it. Yeah, well, it was, I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. I know as someone, I, I've suffered with my. I've I've experienced, um, you know, poor mental health in the past from an eating disorder to depression, and I know from my own experiences how important it was to to stay active, to meet friends, to enjoy um sport and you know listening to music while you're doing it as well when I was training that was always something that made me feel really good and even just listening to you talk about your sessions and your coaching you made me want to come <laughs> you made me want to come instantly so I think you know for the people that have experienced um you know those the, those dark days and or just finding things quite challenging and difficult sometimes I mean we all have we all have mental health and to look after um no you know we're all on this spectrum and I think it's it's such a great way of creating a, a positive lifestyle um and and like you said you know you can see because every time you talk about it your face lights up <laughs> you no, no one will see this listening to the podcast but you um 
massive, massive smile on your face. You <laughs> radiate positivity, which is just amazing. And um, so I, I have no doubt that you, you will go on to inspire and motivate many, many people. Um, and it's lovely. I mean, you are the perfect person to talk to about our, our theme of the day, which is obviously empathy. And um, just in the way you care for others, but also you're so reflective on your own experiences, which which is also amazing. I mean, I heard you recently won an award at Sports Gives Back as well. Um, you know, just tell us how, how that felt and what, you know, is that one of your big highlights so far? Yeah, um, I think definitely. And that was one of, um, that award was one of my biggest highlight, highlights because, you know, it, it the recognition for me, it was for my family more than anything um so my my family they they sacrificed a lot for just for me and for my uh siblings as well and so I I felt like um because we we traveled to London so I traveled with my mom and my dad so we can you know attend the award ceremony and just looking at like how proud they were um looking at like just how happy but like my dad was more excited than I was you know and so (laughs) it was a highlight for me because I, I just felt like for once I can just, you know, I can give back. And it's funny because it's called sports goes back, but it just felt like I could give back to them. And it was just a way for me to just show them that like everything that they went through, their hard work, their sacrifice, it, 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 it paid off. So it was, it was a personal one for me, like that, that award, it was a big highlight. It was a personal one for me because, because of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I mean, there's nothing better than whether it be your parents, teachers, friends, you know, seeing someone that who who has really helped and supported you, seeing that look of pride, you know, I don't, I don't think you can beat that, can you? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you our last question of the day, Sadia. Um, and that is, what is one piece of advice you would give to our listeners? I'm sure you've got many pills. Yeah, exactly. I was like, just one. (laughs) So I'd say to just do it anyways, like whatever it is, um, do it anyway, because you're not going, you're not going to know unless you do it. Um, Sometimes we procrastinate. We just have this battle in our heads. We we have some idea. We have an opportunity that we want to go for. So just do it anyways and then reflect so I think my my that 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 would be my advice yeah amazing thank you you know this whole podcast it really does sound like you're paving the way for the next generation to go after their dreams so I hope they feel inspired and motivated to do that after listening today thank you so so much for joining us Sadia I've really really enjoyed talking to you thank you thank you for having me We hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation while grabbing some fresh air. I know I did. Thank you to our host, Jenny Warwick, and our special guest for this episode. Before you go, remember to subscribe to the channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from, for more great content just like this. Thank you for listening. Until next time, see you soon.